this My husband and I have two young kids. He works, and I'm trying to get back to work. And I'm really struggling with that age-old, crazy-making question, how to be good at work and at home. So I'm asking moms and dads about what they do and how they do it, how they manage to get out the door every day. Our nanny has been with us for almost six years. Our kids love her. They've never known a life without her. Our nanny also has a daughter. It's kind of a strange thing to juggle, taking care of your own child when your job is taking care of other people's children. Since our nanny still works for us, I didn't want to put her on the spot. So I talked with another nanny named Sharice. How long have you been a nanny? Well, I've been a nanny for the last 14 years. I met with Sharice at her apartment in Brooklyn, last stop on the four train. You know, I had to hire a nanny for, I have two young boys, and it was so awkward for me. (laughs) And as a new parent, I just didn't know what to expect or how to act. Do you see that a lot, like with the new parents? For sure. But communication Mm -hmm. is the way of getting things right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I will rather walk along with you to build confidence in me, and let's go. And I have great work with great people. The first family that I work with, I went to their mommies for, you know, so. She hands me a framed photograph that sits on her side table. Oh, wow. So this is me. And the photograph was taken soon after she had her daughter, who's six years old now. So I'm looking plucky. This is... I didn't get to meet her that day. She was with her dad. She's making mm. a snowman. But Charisse had some very cute photos and videos of her on her phone. She liked to dance. <laughs> I took her home for a month to see my parents. In St. Vincent? In St. Vincent. Mm-hmm. We spent a lot of time together. You know, working with a lot of families, they want the kids to eat right. I developed that with my daughter. Being a, being a nanny helped me make sure my daughter tried to get the best education, you know. So by seeing what other parents wanted for their kids? I learned a lot that guide me to be not the perfect uh, mom, be the best I can be. Charisse and the father of her daughter had been together for 13 years, but things didn't work out. You know, being a nanny and being a single mother is overwhelming because working 10 hours a day and come home to your child, it's like everything is on a rush. Everything is on a rush. And most of the time when I come home, I have to do your homework. Did I say to hurry up? And at the end of the day, my workplace is not like that. Walk me through a typical day. Like what time do you have to get up? I get up at five o'clock because I don't like to rush. Get up two hours extra and get myself organized. I get her dressed. I have to take my daughter to a nanny, to a babysitter, because I have to go to work early. So you have to pay a nanny? To drop her to school and pick up to school. And, and then what time do you usually get home? 
I get home like seven after seven, but the last year was so hectic because I was walking uptown. So I get home like after eight minutes to minutes to nine sometimes. But at the end of the day, where is your time for your child? I think most parents feel that same pressure, that their jobs can get in the way of them being the parent they want to be. But for Sharice, this happens on just a whole nother level. I went on an interview and the people told me that they hire me, but call me a day after, say, well, they take the other person that they like behind me because how I have a child, they feel it's going to interfere. And I was so upset. The way how they look at the nanny's kid, like when you ask them for they have to go on a field trip or to be a shop road, they don't want you to go for a doctor's appointment. To go to your child, school, parents' meeting, it's a problem. But they go for the child. And I'm feeling like so overwhelmed sometimes to just to ask them because you feel like you're out of a job. But Sharice realized she had to ask if she wanted to be there for her daughter. The family that I work with for the seven years, I used to get so angry with them. And one day my girlfriend said to me, you can't get angry, they don't know. I said, but they're supposed to know. You know, I have a child. And especially when they come home late. It took her a while, but she finally got up the nerve to talk to them. I explained to them, when you guys come home an hour late, I have to pay two hours because it take me almost 45 minutes to get home. I have to pay my babysitter too. So if you're going to come home late and you can't be in a position to call me, compensate me. And, and what was their reaction? They have no idea. And they're sorry. When I sit down and I speak to them, I said, wow, should have said something. I walked away knowing that I advocate for myself and for my daughter. I mean, it seems like families, when they hire nannies, there's so much that they don't understand or are aware of, you know, what you are going through. Well, honestly, I'm not going there, but no surprise. The, this interview that I went on, she interviewed me and I interviewed her. And I told the lady who I'm working with, the same privilege that you get with your child from your work, I need it. And she said, what do you mean? I said, when your child is sick, what do you do? Stay home. I said, when your child have the parents teacher conference, what do you do? I come home early from work to go. I said, that's what I need. And I get that privilege, you will have the best babysitter in the world. But here's the problem. Sharice doesn't always find jobs that are good for both her and her daughter. That's meant weeks here and there without a paycheck. When I spoke with her, she was two months behind on rent. I have two bedrooms, but if you notice, I have to sell all of my daughter's bedroom stuff. Rent it It's not cutting it. I'm not saving. You know, you, it's like you stand up for your right, and you come home don't have an income. It's like, what should you do? 
When I was talking with Charisse, I remembered this film that I saw years ago that really captures what it's like to have to answer that question every day. It's a very simple five-minute story, and it's part of a French movie called Paris Thème. The film starts off in the darkness of early morning. We see a young woman getting ready for work. Then she's dropping her baby off at a daycare. But as she's walking away, her baby starts to cry. She's smiling down at him, waving her fingers playfully above him. Then we follow her through the streets of Paris, on a bus, a train, an escalator, until finally she arrives at another home that's clearly of someone very wealthy. As she comes into the house, we hear someone tell the young woman that she's going to be an hour late that night and ask if that's a problem for her. She says no, but her face says yes. When you first had to leave your daughter to go and take care of someone else's kid, what was that like for you? Huh. It was... I remember the morning I dropped my daughter to the babysitter. Everybody's asking me what's wrong with me. And I remember when I went to work that day, I just could not contain myself. Just, it's just rough. It's just totally, it's a rough road. I want to thank the National Domestic Workers Alliance for introducing me to Sharice. They were instrumental in getting the Domestic Workers Bill of Rights law passed here in New York State, and now they're doing the same thing in other states. And the short film I mentioned is called Far From the 16th and was written and directed by Walter Salas and Daniela Thomas, and it's one of 18 short films in Parisiatem. The music in this episode is by Shaky Graves and from Ben Sound. Carla Murthy, and this is Getting Out the Door. Thanks for listening. <laughs>